Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. We are back for another pop-up episode. It's Tuesday evening doing these back-to-back. We had uh, Coach Almeida on last night. Now we've got Coach Jones on tonight, FSU golf head coach. Coach, thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time. I see you out there on the course, like in the middle of practice. Thanks for, uh, thanks for breaking away and chatting with us, man. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. It'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so you guys are out there for the NCAA championships. We uh, followed the regional uh, last week. Obviously, super exciting. And um, man, you guys put a hurting on the rest of the field and lapping them. Being at being at home is not the not the worst thing through that. But uh, talk to us about that regional win last last week. It was great. There was a lot of great things about it. One was just uh, the fact that. Um, a lot of dreams came true, a lot of hard work. The fact that we were able to host a regional um, on such a quality golf course and uh, have it play out like we did, like it did. So just having the event there was, was one thing. But then to have the team play like they did was obviously uh, uh, made it an even better week. Yeah, and Coach, I, I definitely want to get into what you guys have coming up. But were you and the team able to catch that Sunday action uh, from uh, Kiowa, the ocean course? Because that was some of my friends were like, oh, that's kind of kind of lame that they both struggled. I'm like, no, that was amazing championship Sunday golf, seeing two amazing players just go at it with a couple others mixed in. Well, you know, you have to understand that if they play a normal golf course, those guys use 62s, threes and fours and uh, four rounds, it'd be 35 under and just the difficulty of what they were sitting most. I, I would tell you a scratch golfer would, would probably shoot about 84, 85 out there yeah. um, on, on what they were dealing with. So um, it's just a different time of golf, but uh, obviously when you have that, those guys, the best players in the world, you know, 150 of them, you're going to get some really good golf. And uh, that just shows you the difficulty of Kiowa Island, but we did not get to see it. We were actually on an airplane, uh, the entire time uh, out here to Scottsdale. Yeah, and I thought Brooks, you know, I, I don't know how healthy he is. He couldn't bend over to line up his putts, but, man, he what a gutsy effort by him. You know, being a Florida State guy, I, I was obviously pulling from hardcore. Um, just seeing how well he played, it seems like he did roll. He said he didn't putt the ball well, um, but he made that 41-footer for Eagle, made a couple other putts, but, you know, he didn't putt well for the whole tournament. But just watching Brooks, um, I know you said you didn't see him Sunday. Did you get to watch any of him? And have you talked to him since? I've not talked to him. Um, I'm letting him have a little space, which uh, I, I would have advised Bryson to do the same thing. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't. That's, that's maybe I know him better than he does. So, so, Coach, you brought it up, so I have to go there. That that was – like, I'd missed I it last night. I, I'm, I, I'm yeah. a old – I'm an old man, probably a heart older than you. I go to bed early. I woke up this morning and I had a bunch of like tags on Twitter and text, like, look at your boy Brooks. And I watched the video. I'm like, that's hilarious that he was that upset. You couldn't really hear if Bryson said anything or if it was just, just the metal cleats, but is that the Brooks, you know, to where he's just like unfiltered saying what he wants to say? First of all, you know, he said something. He's not going to react yeah. that way without, without. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he definitely and, uh, did. I believe Bryson just said, you know, Brooks is talking about he couldn't get a putt to go in, didn't putt well. And, yeah. and Bryson's attitude was just started online, dude, or something. And uh, once again, that, that's just something that Brooks would never do because why, why walk by and offer something to an interview that you're not a part of? Yeah. Uh, so that, I thought that was a little, uh, 
uh, probably out of place. But the one thing is too, where this today and world today's world gets a little different, is no. We all know that it's being taped, and Bryson knew this being taped, and it's probably thought it'd be funny because it just started over and it wasn't a big deal. Well. Sure, they started over, but that part got out there too, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was saying they need to be paired up uh, in the next tourney. Uh, so, fines, yes. yeah, <laughs> make that happen, USGA. When when that happens, though, you'd be surprised. You could be paired with someone you really like, and they're still the, the your daily routine on a golf course with one of your best friends to someone you don't like is the exact same, believe it or not. You're True, not, yeah. they're not talking to each other out there. They have a job to do. And um, even if someone's playing terrible, they'll act the same way as someone's playing great. Um, they'll never let anyone else influence how they do. So I think, I know people make a really big deal about that. Oh man, you got to put those two together. Well, it's not like you're going to see them arguing with each other. They're not going to talk to each other. Uh, no more than he would talk to Dustin Johnson or Daniel Berger, who's, who are his friends. Sure. Um, looking back on the season, jumping back into you guys, um, looking back on the season, several huge wins, a lot of loaded fields, and then um, obviously dominating the Tallahassee Regional like you guys did. It was just announced that you guys would be the number one overall seed. Uh, where, where is you know where is your team right now? Um, mentally, not not physically, but where's your team right now with being optimistic, rebounding from a, a tough loss in the ACC, and and going in as the number one seed? I think I think the loss in the ACC is what spurred on what I call the best two weeks of golf that Florida State has had since I've been here uh, from a preparation standpoint. Um, the, we've had great leadership uh, with with our senior Grayson Porter and and what he's done for us and. Uh, John Pack with uh, Vincent Norman having the three seniors around. And then the other three guys are, are freshmen. One way or another, two are true freshmen, and one's what we call a COVID freshman. Um, <laughs> but the way they've handled every day, from showing up on time to doing their, their work in the morning to going to eat as a team, um, it's, it's just been unbelievable how close they are and how hard they've worked and how much they've pushed each other. Um, so uh, nothing's changed uh, with, with that regard. We, you know, so we were the number two team last week, number one team this week. That doesn't change anything. It, it's um, You can go back to that. Uh, no one thought Phil was going to win either, did they? So uh, it's just about what you do that week. Um, Similar Legacy got a lot of great publicity uh, over the weekend from the likes of the Golf Channel, different places kind of recapping it. Um, pretty cool for our home course to get that notoriety. How does that help you um, – or, or do you think that has a big impact in recruiting and talking with other people and, and things like that, just kind of the showcase that, that was able to be seen? It's definitely going to help in recruiting. Um, and and it, just when we can get them here to visit to, and sit down with them and show them what we have to offer. And um, to a person, every coach that came in here uh, really was impressed with everything that we have. A, a bit of difficulty. I don't know if that was on my side, Richie. When you go live, you have stuff like this happen. But yeah, yeah man, I actually know the guy personally who was like the project oh. manager for helping with all the similar legacy and talking to him. It was awesome. Yeah, so we actually have some uh, work for Harlan to do this week instead of just uh, recording and uploading. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying, I talked to the guy who uh, built it. I'm actually really good friends with his sister. And 
it was awesome just hearing him say, yeah, we had this vision given to us from Jack Nicholas, like arguably the greatest golfer of all time, right? There were Tiger Woods and just talking about seeing his vision come to life and how great that course looked and to see the golf channel in other places just kind of take that to a new level today that, yeah, this, this is an elite Jack Nicholas design. Um, I can't wait to play. I'm hoping to play it the weekend we are up there for Notre Dame, maybe that Saturday or early that Sunday morning, but I, I'm really excited uh, to see it all come together. I feel like Richie's going to pull out every connection and stop and just like every, you know, bit of like goodwill that he has like, everyone he knows to get a chance to play on that course. And I'm probably going to do the same thing to ride in the golf cart. And oh, uh, well, if it's and, for free, I'll, beer, I'll and, definitely, I have no drink, shame. Drink beers with you guys. Here's what you learn about your, your casual weekend golfers like myself. You have no shame in trying to get free golf out of it. Cause it adds up, man. Like some courses you can play for 20, 30 bucks. Most courses are 50 to 60. You want to play a nice, nice course. It's a hundred plus. So every free round of golf adds up and it matters. Um, and that's, typically how it goes you, you gotta make those connections and take advantage when you can yeah for sure all right i think we got you got you back can you hear us yeah yeah got it. all right good to go this is what happens when we go live on stuff um we were talking with you about the similar legacy golf course and i think that's where we kind of got cut off i ask this um quite often to a lot of people so i want to kind of get your take uh we do a lot of work and we chat a lot with the uh with the boosters what uh and obviously they have a huge push going on right now with their one tribe campaign obviously i understand what the uh the impact of the boosters is towards the general fund and things but what is what does booster support do like specifically for your program i always like to ask that of the different coaches we get on because i think that's important for people to hear well, it means everything for our. We have we have a very aggressive uh, booster club, a coaches club, whatever you call it. We have a, a spinoff of it called Seminole Masters, and th they allow us to do a lot of things. They allow us to be out here in Scottsdale a day early uh, to to practice and to do some different things for both uh, provide things for the men and women's teams that that truthfully just aren't aren't in our budgets. Um, so when you, when you have a women's team that's ranked in the top 10 in the country, and fortunately we are as well, um, there's a lot of other, you can't be done without private funds uh, for any, co any program in college golf. Coach, you've had a lot of really good golfers come through Florida State during your time. You know, we talked about Brooks, uh, Daniel Berger, who's competing this week. I'm really excited to see him with uh, Jordan and Phil. Um, you know, obviously John Pock right now, but is this the deepest lineup you've had one through five, depending on who you decide to put out there? Um, we, I don't, I don't think coaches like to compare teams, but um, <laughs> this, this, this team has a very, very good resemblance to the team that had Daniel and Brooks on it, Chase Cypher, which were three tour players. Um, we have three all Americans on this team uh, with um, freshman Brett Roberts and then John Pack and Vincent Norman. So, uh, that's a similarity there. The other similarity is we lead the country in our throwout score, which means that when we go out and play, take five scores and you throw out your highest one, where our throwout score is better than any other team's throwout score. And that was the same way uh, when we did that in 2012. So um, similarities to that team. Um, but, uh, you know, we got to do it in the end too. Those guys were tough all year long and they made a run toward a national championship at Riviera. And, and now it's these guys' job. 
Yeah, and obviously John's been, you know, one of the senior leaders for this team. He, I believe he's out in Dallas right now for a U.S. Open qualifier. Um, what a wild week for him to go from that to come and compete for a national championship. Is he up to the task? Well, win ACC championship, Walker Cup, yep. regional. Now uh, U.S. Open qualifier, which he's currently 11th and top 10 get in. He's about to board a plane and head this way. Um, and then a national championship, which John's been great. Um, he's the number one ranked player in the country, and he deserves it. He hasn't finished out of the top 12 all year, um, and he's made he's made this golf team a priority in him the entire year. So uh, he's looking forward to getting here, and we're looking forward to going to get him at the airport here in a couple hours. I love it. And you were talking uh, last week in Tallahassee at Seminole Legacy about – how impressed you were with how focused this team was um, coming off that, you know, disappointing ACC championship, but really bounced back. How do you channel that focus for Arizona this week? And, uh, you know, senior leaders like Vincent Norman and John Pack have to help a lot with that. They do. I think the only thing, you know, one, if I if I have to teach intensity and if, if they can't get up for this one, then they don't need to be playing <laughs> golf. But it is easy for um in common for, for the seniors to start thinking about what's next for them um, because this is one of the first times in their life that the uncertainty sets in of which tour they're going to play on, what uh, agency is going to be managing them or which rent manufacturers they're going to play with in clubs and, and whatever else. So uh, we just try to get them to enjoy this week and then uh, be a professional golfer uh, when the time comes. Yeah, man, that's that's so true. And then you know, the the last thing I have for for now, real quick, is just this format. It, it can be confusing for someone who loves Florida State sports, like a lot of our listeners do, but they don't really follow college golf. You know, I think a, naming an individual national champion is is a pretty easy thing to do to follow along. It's just following the scores. But can you just give a you know a a dumbed down version of what the team has to do to win a national championship when it comes to match play and going forward from there. So you've got the 30 best golf teams in the country here and, and we call them super teams this year because of COVID. Um, you got teams like Oklahoma that have two 24 year olds on it and a lot of older guys. So this is uh, what we call, uh, this is going to be adult golf out here for sure. Um, so the top 30 teams go out and, and after um, three rounds, they'll cut it to 15. And then after that fourth round, they'll cut it to eight, and that top eight will go into match play. Um, the individual champion will be um, crowned after the fourth round, the 72 holes. And then we go uh, in, into uh, the quarterfinals and semifinals. Uh, then the final day will be uh, the finals. So a lot of golf. You got uh, seven rounds in six days, hopefully. And uh, we're, uh, we're preparing for that. All right. And then uh, I know the last thing I said, last thing, this is the last thing I'll ask, because I, I do think it makes a big difference. Um, you know, playing in Florida and playing in Arizona are, are kind of two totally different things when you're looking at sight lines and targets, whether it's a pine tree, a cactus, whatever it may be. Um, how do you prepare your guys for an environment that they're not normally used to as far as just the setting of the golf course? Well, we just can't have wondering eyes. You know, that's why we're here now. If you look behind me, you see the beautiful mountains and oh, yeah. uh, practice area and <laughs> Um, you, you, you still have to look at where you're trying to head it and block out everything else. It doesn't matter if it's a lake. No, you're right. Our guys are very comfortable with looking at uh, condominiums and lakes and sand and oceans and whatever else. And they're not used to looking cactus. Uh, but we need to get we need to get their eyes off that anyway and, and where they need to be. <laughs> Coach, we appreciate you a ton for coming on. We're super excited to to have you. Hopefully, we can get you on and 
um, a week or so to recap a, a national championship. But we're all very excited to to cheer you on and and check it out. When you when we got disconnected from you for a minute, Richie was talking about wanting to get up there and Harlan, our producer, uh, is I, I know you know Tracy uh, Mike's Tracy and Mike uh, Harlan's Tracy's son. Um, so he's trying to, Richie's trying to pull all the strings he can to get up there and play on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> so just, just get ready for Richie's, um, barrage of emails that come through, uh, begging yeah, we, to play. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That should be a down weekend with Notre Dame coming to town. <laughs> Richie's trying to hit up, uh, you know, Mike Alford and me and everybody else that he has ever had a conversation with. To play. Well, real, real quick coach. I, I do have a question. Cause I know, um, coach Hamilton, I, I'm a, I follow Florida State basketball religiously. I'm a huge fan. And he is really good at about using big college football weekends for recruiting weekends. Is that a weekend that you're going to use for a recruiting weekend as well? I've, uh, I have five hotel rooms already. So Love it. <laughs> Love it. Now, you're, Richie's going to try and see if he can get four. If can, can I get one of those rooms? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I get a cancellation. Uh, I know who to go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, Coach. Well, thank you so much. We're excited to tune in and watch you guys later this week. And uh, best of luck. And go Noles. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks, awesome. Coach. Thanks, bud. Coach Trey Jones, FSU Men's Golf. Super excited. I know Richie is super excited to – to see it, I, I mean, we all are, but Richie's the Richie's the golf nerd uh, for sure. So um, excited to see them this weekend, and uh, like you said, hopefully play all all seven days um, to win in advance. Um, good stuff, man. I know you guys are going to talk this week on the Par Four podcast about um, you know not only the PGA Championship which just happened, but also the uh, upcoming national championships, uh, NCAA championships in golf. So. Go check out the Par Four podcast on um, all streaming platforms. You guys are you guys are everywhere. I set that up. So uh, <laughs> Apple Music or you know iTunes podcasts, all all the above, Spotify, um, Stitcher, Google Play, all of them. So I'm um, probably most excited to talk about this Bryson Brooks drama because it, it it went viral. Like, and I'm not surprised, but like, there's memes, there's videos, there's everything from it right now, um, and I. You know, last time we had Coach Jones on in November before the November Masters, you know, I kind of asked about, hey, what's up with this Bryson Brooks feud? And he downplayed it. And today, surprisingly, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's, he acknowledged it. Like, yeah, it's a real thing. And the golf community needs something like that, man, because it, that's the type of stuff that gets your casual golfers into it. And the fact that it's a Florida State guy kind of driving the whole thing. I love it. Yeah, no, it was like I said, that video's been fantastic. It's been really, really good. <laughs> Somebody said, Harley, you can throw that on there. Bryce, uh, Bryson and versus Brooks in a cage match. I mean, I'm taking Brooks. Bryce, like I I'm like Brooks would just yeah. tear him apart. Well, like, I, that's not I, if they went, if they went this weekend, Bryson probably gets him just because Brooks is like at 40% uh, with that with that know. knee. But yeah, man, at, at full strength, <laughs> hilarious. That, yeah. That's why. So the PGA, real quick, and I don't want to get too far off tangent. That they, they're not ever going to pair Bryson and Brooks because they just for whatever they won't. But the U.S. Open, which comes up this month in Torrey Pines, they're not affiliated with the PGA, and most people fully expect to see a Bryson and Brooks Thursday and Friday pairing. I hope that happens, and it will be phenomenal TV. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. So, uh, Coach Jones, 
he even said, I mean, talk about the the ultimate dad joke pun. He even said I teed that up for you. So um, just absolutely perfect. He was fantastic. Again, we're gonna we're gonna try and stay pretty on brand, pretty relevant with um, pushing out this content with these Florida State coaches. We appreciate all of the ones that have come on recently. We've had a a whole list. I'm not gonna list them because I just don't want to leave somebody out. But uh, really appreciate Coach Almeida coming off of uh, a regional championship coming on the podcast just a day later and yeah. then uh coach jones kind of doing the same thing just a couple of days after their regional championship coach which, hide the know, same day they yeah. advanced <laughs> so you know so all three of them super busy super in the middle of you know coaching their teams and coach hides taking a call from the car and coach jones is taking it from the golf course which is a great place to <laughs> great place to take a call from and then uh who coach Lonnie last night, you know, they had an event yeah. last night and she was doing the, doing the interview with us beforehand. So awesome. Well, obviously we're cheering those teams on softball this weekend. If you didn't listen to coach, Almeida's interview, go back and check it out on wherever you're watching this or listening to this, you can go find it. Um, and then, you know, our, our regular podcast dropped on Sunday in which we talked about uh, a little more football, some softball, some baseball, different things going on. Um, we talked with Harlan about this. Hopefully we have meat on here on a uh, Sunday night or Monday morning to uh, recap an ACC championship. He dropped a preview today. If you're still watching, go yep. check out double fries, no slaw. He dropped a preview of uh, the ACC tournament, um, the pod play, which is stupid uh, by the ACC, but uh, <laughs> some good details on how that works. Uh, so go check out his preview of the ACC uh, tournament and then a couple other things dropped. Um, I believe a recap of the of the po- of Sunday's podcast. I'll I'll do a quick one that recaps kind of this and and Coach Almeida's. Um, but go check out doublefriesnoslaw.com. Obviously, if you're watching this, follow us on social media. If you're not already, we appreciate the support, the comments, the uh, interaction on social media. And uh, like I said, I don't think we're doing another one of these before Sunday, but we'll we'll see how things go, man. We'll we'll see who does what, when, and where. So if uh, I don't know. We'll see if we beat Miami on Friday to go two and zero. We we might have to get them on Friday night. So we'll we'll see yeah. what's going on. Um, Richie, any shout outs before we get out of here? Yeah, just shout out. He might be fired by right now, but shout out the guy that leaked that Brooks Kepka interview <laughs> because they, they, nobody in the PGA or NBC or the Golf Channel probably wanted that to get out. Some people in the Golf Channel probably did. But that, that was not an intentional leak. And it just made my morning like all the memes and videos and everything hilarious. So shout out to that production intern who's probably looking for a new job now. Yeah. If you need a job, um, I will fire our producer. If you need, we don't pay anything, but I will fire our producer. We'll get you, you a nice t shirt, maybe yeah. a hat. You know, actually, maybe he's not the guy we want. I don't need the stuff going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, get now. So maybe, yeah, you're safe, Arlen. Um, Harley, you got any shout outs or anything? Are you good? Y'all set? All right. Um, I don't know that I have any shout outs either. Shout out FSU baseball. I wore my uh, Lucky Jameis um, t shirt. There we go. Because they play tomorrow. So beat Duke and uh, try and uh, try and advance out of this pod play. So um, I played, I, I had a great song last night, Richie. Uh, I was talking with Kara. We were playing LSU. I played Colin Baton Rouge from Garth Brooks. Um, fantastic song choice. Uh, it's on you tonight. All right. I, I will text you and the listeners will be surprised. The live ones, at least the people listening, uh, you know, in podcast form tomorrow, um, they won't be as surprised because they'll hear it instantly. 
but I, I'm right. thinking some sort of golf Arizona song. I'm gonna have to figure out what I want to do there. I've never heard of a golf Arizona song. I might <laughs> might over Arizona, not golf and Arizona. Oh, that, I was that, like, that's that, very that'd specific. Yeah, that'd be difficult to do. <laughs> golf and Arizona in college <laughs> and podcasts. Like so. All right, cool. Well, everyone listening, not live. I'm sure you have bated breath. Um to hear this, you'll hear it in about 15 seconds. So until next time, we'll see you guys on Sunday night, unless something crazy happens before then. But uh we'll see you guys soon and go Knowles. Here I'm hang up high. I'm blowing up the 90s. 
started ticking in 86. When the fine get a mind, better start fearing while we singing now. There will be the big, we know who's down and who will go, 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 go. By the time I get 